fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> I should do vocal warm-ups like Leonard Nimoy. Why don't I do that shit? The tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. The tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. The tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. Because by the time I'm fucking ready to do anything, I'm like, I'm, I'm already done talking. So before we even get going, I just want to... Apologize to the listening audience. Well, that too. <laughs> That's just a given at this point. want to give a very sarcastic thank you for choosing this movie to start out the year. Just kind of <laughs> go, go on and... I wanted to go in on an upbeat note. I thought it would be. I honestly, I did not know that this movie was going to be such a goddamn downer. I thought it was going to be way more upbeat than it was. Christmas is over, and I'm, tr- I'm I'll try really hard not to be meta about it because it's not actually over yet. Well, Planning but I ahead. mean, you know, realistically, <laughs> for the audience, Christmas is over. Yeah, Christmas is over, everybody, and here we are. It was great. I got everything I asked for from Santa, and he touched me when I was sleeping. That's what I asked him for. That was probably your uncle. What? But my uncle's in the upstairs bedroom. This got creepy real fast. <laughs> well, at least this movie doesn't have any of that in it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good thing. <laughs> it's not it's not perks of being a wallflower or anything. Oh, shit. Spoiler alert. Sorry, everybody. Have you seen that one? No, I have not. Well, fuck. Forget everything I just said then. It's okay. I was never <laughs> going to either. It's a pretty good movie, actually. Emma Stone actually shows a little personality in it, so that's kind of I'm not wacky. Do you mean Emma Watson? That is exactly who I meant. Fuck. I'm not a huge Emma Watson fan, so I well, don't yeah, care. Me neither. I could not. I grew. I was too old for Harry Potter, and yeah, just she just gave me a miss entirely. Now, 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 I'm too old to not be a creep for wanting to fuck her. They're old enough to pee. They're old <laughs> enough for me, right? We had this conversation before. Gross. That is that is the grossest way to. <laughs> such a nasty statement. i should probably cut that out of this episode specifically because this movie yeah is about girls that are maybe 13 14 yeah well you, at most I, I will say i will say this what's really what what's really cool about this movie is this is a movie that it doesn't come in acting like it's about empowerment or anything like that it doesn't it doesn't pretend that that's what it's about uh or what rather pretend is the wrong word what what i mean is it doesn't it doesn't put up the pretense of being uh anything politically you know um it, it just is it just is about these powerful girls these girls who are you know figuring themselves out and particularly Barbara who is a powerful character and that power is not diminished by the fact that she's going through all these personal struggles in fact I think it's enhanced by the fact that she's going through these personal struggles and coming out the other side of them it's a really beautiful show and uh, movie it's a beautiful movie and uh, and it's the kind of thing I, I I really want to watch it with my daughter you know even though she's maybe a little bit old uh, my daughter's 16 and uh, you know Barbara's like 13. Or something like that. In fairness, I'm 31 and you're you're 27. (laughs) So we're too old too. I'm 40. But I think we can we can appreciate it in a different way though. Kind of like that because we both have young young daughters. That's a yeah thing. And 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 just you know like I'm glad that I'm glad that there's something out there like this. You know it's like uh, I don't remember what the name of that famous. you know feminist test is but this movie definitely passes it you know um these these girls and they are girls you know they're not they're they're definitely children but like their life you know they're old enough but their lives aren't consumed with boys and stuff uh which is refreshing to see uh 
a movie about teenage girls that isn't just about them obsessing over boys. I know they're getting to that awkward sex comedy age. Yeah. Those kids in American Pie were only a few years older. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Played by 30-year-olds. Of course, because that's how we do it in America. We have 30-year-olds play our teenagers so that that we're just incredibly confused. All the time. I'm I'm just never going to stop being confused. Yeah, that's probably, yeah, I'm probably going to suffer the same fate. Anyway, this is the kind of movie I think we need more of. It's not a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination. It's got some major issues, but at the same time, you you know, there's, there are all these movies that are out there trying, trying very deliberately to be empowering to women. And I don't think this movie was, I, I didn't get the impression that it was trying to do that. It simply did that. Whereas uh, a, a lot of movies that are trying, to, you know, like the whole Star Wars thing kind of fell flat for a lot of people because there was this, you know, there were these statements made about how it was going to empower women and stuff like that. And then and then it ended up being, you know, kind of it kind of acted as a, a, a handicap to the movie because, you know, when you make statements like that coming out the gate, then suddenly you have a lot to live up to. And if you don't live up to it, it's very disappointing. Are we talking about The Force Awakens specifically? And The Last Jedi. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. The, the the two main. The new trilogy. The two. Yeah. yeah. The main trilogy. And uh yeah, that like that's just kind of been a disappointment. And, you know, I, I have high hopes for Captain Marvel, but at the same time, it kind of seems like it's going that route They're You know, they're like they're like putting it out there like this is we are going to empower women. But then there's a small movie like this that doesn't it doesn't say shit about it. It's, it's just a good story about a strong girl overcoming her demons, you know, and I say she's going through some shit. She is. She's going through some <laughs> shit and she's going through it with, you know, with a lot of humanity. I don't want to say, you know, like I can't say grace and dignity and all those shitty buzzwords because it's not. I mean, she's a fucking she's a 13, 14 year old girl. She's going through it like a 13 or 14 year old girl, but she's doing it with a but but she's very well drawn and well acted, I think, especially well acted. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, the the girl, who, the girl, I can't remember her Sophia name. Wolf, I believe. Sophia Wolf. Is. OK, she uh, she does a hell of a good job in this movie in particular. And Zoe Saldana also uh, is very good. She's fucking great in everything. And she is. I'm a little in love with her. Just just a little. Well, she's it, it doesn't hurt that she's absolutely gorgeous and she's a good actress so she's you know talented and hot she's even hot when she's green yeah she is she really is which confuses me in ways it's your it's your captain kirk side it's the star trek nerd in you hey we're doing we're doing the the pacific rim thing and 20 minutes after we start we're bringing in the intro this is the title card it's only (laughs) been like eight minutes but that's okay this is sharks across hollywood (laughs) welcome to the first fucking episode of the new year (laughs) and we we decided to bring it in with a, a rollicking comedy, a feel the feel good <laughs> movie of 2019. It's just a bouncy little movie about a little girl dealing with the terminal illness of one of her parents. <laughs> it's fine, and she and she uh, handles it by hallucinating. Yeah, maybe completely healthy way. And she she's allowed because she's like we said, 12, 13, 14. She might even be younger than that, but I don't know. This is it's based on a graphic novel, and I'm sure in the graphic novel there must be some more explanation of how old she actually is. I'm sure. There probably is the, she's in junior high school oh okay that makes sense the movie is is called uh i, I kill, kill giants. giants and it's it's true to its title uh spoiler alert she does kill giants like one and a half times no I, it's well yeah i guess that second <laughs> one's kind of eh, second one's kind of half killed but we can you know what i'm just gonna i'm just gonna so 
I thought I would hate this because you, you, you suggested it and I'm like, okay, all right, cool. It has a cool title. Maybe it's actually about what it says it's about, <laughs> but I'm not that, I'm not that fucking lucky. It's, there's a black pool light song. It goes power. It goes power Rangers right off the bat. No giants appear in the first entire first half of yeah. the movie. <laughs> it's, it's like in the black pool light song. That's a, that's a deep cuts reference that nobody will fucking remember. I don't even fucking know what black pool lights is. They're I know like, I've heard it before. I just, I just, couldn't tell you what their music is like they're a, they were a side project from one of the dudes from the get up kids oh that helps so you don't know who the get up kids are either but nope. they have a song called it's never about what it's about and that's just a big that's the big line in the chorus and that's all i remember from that song and well, that's accurate yeah that, and that. i kill giants is not about that really but I thought I would hate it because I'm not a big fantasy guy. I'm like, I'm, I'm lukewarm on fantasy at best most times. <laughs> and I watched the trailer. I'm like, okay, cool. So she's actually, she's killing giants. I was not expecting what I got. And then five <laughs> minutes into the movie, I'm like, oh, mom and dad are dead. That's what you think That's right off the think. bat. Yeah. Because Imogen Poots, which I really like her a lot, not just because she's a great actress and she's cute but her name is really fun to say that's true it is <laughs> and she's also in one of the best movies ever green room she oh she's in multiple great movies she's in green room she's in uh i believe she was in centurion a uh, great movie uh with um uh, michael fassbender who's he fuck you <laughs> i'm just kidding that's magneto man yeah that's frank and frank yeah <laughs> yeah so uh uh and she's she's also in 28 weeks later not as good as 28 days later but still a solid movie that's okay i saw I, i've not seen 28 weeks later yet oh well it's the it's the movie that established the rose burn effect which is if rose burn has an idea in a movie it's a bad idea for everyone involved <laughs> which one is rose burn rose burn she's she's the rich bitch in bridesmaids she's the wife in neighbors oh okay okay she, i know her yeah yeah. She's, so, yeah, if she has an idea, it's a bad idea for everyone. I will keep that in mind. Yeah, she did Bridesmaids. That's a terrible idea. She was also in, oh, fuck, what was she, what, <laughs> what, what movie was she in? She was in a movie right around that same time where, oh, Sunshine, where she fucked everything up, too. And I never saw that one either. But oh, really? That's great movie. Now, were they in a cave? Sunshine? Yeah. No, they were on a ship traveling towards the sun. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a great that high con- it's a great high concept <laughs> sci-fi movie. The 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 premise of the movie is that the sun is dying and they're going to reignite it, which is of course the height of absurdity, but at the same time the the movie is so confident <laughs> Danny Boyle directs it and uh, uh Alex Garland the writer of of 28 Days Later, mm-hmm. the director okay. of Ex, Ex Machina and um Annihilation. Sounds uh, illogical to go reignite the sun. What do they just take a match and they're just like, all right, let's. Yep, that's how they this. do it. That's exactly how they do it. In the cold vacuum of space, they they're lighting matches and. Hey, shit explodes in Star Wars. Uh, okay. No, no, look, look. <laughs> I mean, it's more. It's not just that. Obviously, they light a match and they touch it to a Molotov cocktail they've made out of a can of gasoline, and then they throw it at the sun. I that's re- how it works. I really hope you're telling the truth, and that's how they actually <laughs> tried to do it. I know I can't be that lucky with a bunch of idiots. They they spend all this money to get these fucking people up into space. <laughs> and then it just, it's just it's just a bunch of bunch of oil guys who fucking it's, it's easier just to teach oil guys how to how to be fucking astronauts than to, than it is to teach astronauts how to drill for oil. It's directed by Danny Boyle. It's written by <laughs> Alex Garland. You don't need more than that. Michael Bay was like You should not need more than that in order to be into a movie. Michael Bay said, "That's what I should have done." Never mind the media. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going to, you know, next time I'm just going to clone Ben Affleck and make him play all the roles because Bruce Willis is a pain in the ass. Well, we've gone over that multiple when, times. When really Michael Bay and 
Ben Affleck just argued the whole time on the set of Armageddon <laughs> from what I hear. Well, no, it was more like Ben Affleck said, hey, this is kind of stupid, and Ben Michael Bay Michael told him to Bay go fuck like, himself. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I, for, for, for those of our audience members who aren't aware of it, uh, check out the audio commentary on Armageddon. It's pretty fucking hilarious. <laughs> I've only heard clips, and I got I just I want the Blu-ray. I yeah. want it just for that. No, absolutely. Get Check out, check out the audio commentary. <laughs> the one featuring Ben Affleck. I know there are more than one audio commentary tracks out there. I love it to death. That just makes me happy. And Affleck, I'm I'm a fan, but okay. I'm a fan of his work. I'm I I'm I'm a fan of his work. I don't know him as a person. I have no I have no stake in him as a person. So if he comes out and rapes somebody, I'm like, all right, fuck him. I, I don't care. <laughs> he didn't call Kevin Smith after his heart attack. He has made some great movies. Now, don't get me wrong. I heard that that one he did, uh, uh, what was it? His most recent one that he was like totally unfettered on. Uh, it's some kind of like. Uh, depression era movie about a gangster like a bootlegger or something like oh, that. oh god damn it yeah and i wanted to see it and then i dead i've heard it's a fuck. real train wreck i just had the name and it just poof popped right out of my head I've, I've i've heard very bad things but at the same time i mean well he was he was the three town for was three. the yeah. town was fucking amazing he was three for three for a while he and can't argo all um, of them can't be good you know so you know i mean i mean he's got <laughs> he's got some great work out there he's so funny because he's so all over the place you know i mean he's, he's got great movies like the town and, the, and then he's also got just complete bullshit like <laughs> Gigli and daredevil phantoms you know. oh phantoms. even though affleck yeah. was the bomb in phantoms yo yeah i don't know about that <laughs> hey Jason Mewes told me that. That wasn't a bad adaptation. <laughs> it was just, it was a very 90s Miramax movie. Who wrote, what it was. was it based on a book? Yeah, uh, Dean Koontz. Okay, novel. that's what I thought. Yeah. I watched part of it, but only because I'm like, oh, hey, Ben Affleck is in this, and they talked about it in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. And that was <laughs> a lot of years ago, and I never went back to it. It's one of those that I'll have to check out at some point, for real. You the Bob and Phantoms, yo. <laughs> yep. All day. All, I, don't, I, don't care. I don't care. I, I, Kevin I have Smith this, is still my favorite. I have this one distinct, <laughs> hilarious memory of reading Phantoms because I read it in uh, the early 2000s. And even at that time, the reference was <laughs> extraordinarily dated even 15 years ago. They're talking about the computer they have in this bus that they've brought along to um, to basically test whether this phenomena is measurable and stuff. Stuff like that. I don't know if you've seen the movie or are familiar with the story. A long time ago, so no, I don't. Anyway, remember. I've I've mostly <laughs> forgotten it too. But I remember this one specific passage because it was fucking hilarious. Even back in like 2004, where they're talking about this computer that they have on this bus and how it has 10 gigabytes of memory. Holy shit! And they and and he says, of course, no one knew what to do with that limitless amount of memory space. And I was like, 10 fucking gigabytes. Good luck, dude. Yeah. But it was written in like 1985, you know? So like oh, back, okay. then, so back then, it was really probably, was a limitless yeah. amount of memory for wow. a computer. But even Jesus. even in 2005, that was not saying much. <laughs> were the phantoms just giant worms? They were some kind of creature that had been let out through like mining or some shit like that. I don't know. So Tremors was like, that's a good idea. Let's steal it. No, they weren't. They weren't like sandworms. Like it, it wasn't tremors. It was something else. Fuck, I barely remember. I just, I just, I know Rose McGowan was in it, and at the time I was really into her. I know that Ben Affleck. I know is in Ben it. Affleck is in it, and <laughs> I know it. Jason Mewes was super into him, <laughs> and Kevin Smith. Excuse me. Well, yeah, because they were they were best friends for a while, and that's why I get a little get a little like, well, fuck Ben Affleck. He didn't call Kevin after his fucking heart attack and it's shit. Kind of a dick move. I mean, like. Yeah, Kevin Smith kind of gave him a career. Yeah, and then Kevin Smith explained it away. He's like, well, 
his his life hasn't been really as positively affected by me as mine has by him. I'm like, well, okay. Well, I, but, you gave him his first starring role. Yeah, well. And it was a critically acclaimed movie, too. Oh, Chasing Amy? Yeah, Chasing Amy. I was going to say Mall Chasing, Rats? Chasing Amy is <laughs> Kevin Smith's one critically acclaimed movie. Uh, yeah. Aren't we critics at this point? I'm not saying it's not acclaimed by any critics. I mean, <laughs> I mean acclaimed universally or oh, semi-universe. Okay. Because I love Kevin Smith to Is death. Is semi-universally even a term I have no, that well, I can use? I don't know. Copyright. <laughs> uh, Trademark. Fucking, I love Kevin Smith. Even his shitty movies are great. Yoga Hosers made me laugh so fucking hard at how ridiculous and stupid it was. They're Nazi. Oh, that's on Hulu right now. Watch it. By the Or, or no, it's on it, Netflix. It's definitely it's on, on Netflix. Netflix. Excuse me. Watch it. Just keep an open mind. It's so fucking weird. Oh, I just the li- just the little snippet. You know, when, when you when you bring it up, they have those little snippets that they show you. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I am so here." If I hadn't been with my twelve year old, I'd have been like, "Yes, we're I'm watching this now." It's only PG thirteen though. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was R for some reason. Yeah, I it's um, his first second PG thirteen movie. Okay. What was his first one? Uh, Jersey Girl. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, the long forgotten Jersey Girl. <laughs> I like Jersey Girl, man. I don't know. I've never seen it. I just know that the premise did not interest me in the least. Well, speaking of premises, okay, so... Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you <laughs> suggesting that we actually talk about I Kill Giants? Maybe a little. Maybe a little. <laughs> I was I was watching it, and, like, the, the, the core concept of the movie you find out near the end when, you know, Sophia's upstairs, like, Barbara, or they're both upstairs. Why'd you bring me upstairs? And then you think Sophia sees, like, a fucking monster or something. She drops the glass on the ground and runs away. Did she... Sophia, that's her name. That's the best friend's name. Did she see the mom laying in the bed or was she just or did she just like get weirded out that she never told her about her mom well no i think she, she saw i think she saw the mom lying in the bed you know she thought and, she was like a was, zombie and then ran away no i don't think she <laughs> thought it was she was a zombie i think she thought like you know i mean for some kids it's just too much to deal with that kind of stuff i know well, that's true i know like you know like for me dealing with ill relatives and particularly ill elderly relatives not that her mom was particularly elderly incidentally her mother is played by the woman who plays i thought she looked familiar the main but... character in pride and prejudice the old a and E one like i would know that shit yeah but but you fucking old british every woman, woman you. every woman in my life knows <laughs> that knows that character so well I, I think it's lizzie is is her name but i could be wrong lizzie borden no i do her as played by christina ricci yes oh, especially yes in a second but, but re- we're not one. talking about that we're talking about <laughs> teenage girls you sicko oh right hey zoe zeldana and imogen poots are both in this movie and that's true it, all right that's I'm, I'm that's allowed. fair how weird is it that me setting my water bottle down sounds like there's a fucking giant taking a step by Oh, hey, us. dude, it does. It's like Jurassic Park in here. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, anyway, anyway. But I, I you know, like dealing dealing with particularly elderly but in, infirm adults when I was, you know, when I was a young kid, maybe not 13, 14, but, you know, 12. Yeah, it was it was hard. Like I like I just I didn't know how to deal with even looking at them, you know. And I I I wouldn't run away in fear, but I knew kids who definitely would have given that situation. Well, yeah, you kind of have to be used to it. You either you either handle it like a normal person, or you handle it like this poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> not not Sophia, but Barbara. You oh lose, yeah. You lose yeah. your fucking mind. Barbara, exactly. And it's not her fault. She didn't really have a good support system. Yeah. It's not that's not true. that her not that her sister didn't try. Her sister just no, she boom, definitely did. But she just she's, wasn't she's equipped. A, she didn't know. Yeah, she's a tw- she's a twenty you know twenty two year old twenty three year old girl just trying to just trying to survive, trying <laughs> to trying to keep her family together. Her 
when she's there, like although making... Imogene Poots is probably like what, like twenty eight or yeah, I don't know, she's a little, little older. Yeah, point. but but I think she was playing early twenties. I think that was the that was the idea. And she can. She looks very yeah. young. Oh yeah. But I I think one of the I don't know if I actually put this in my notes. Did I? No, I didn't. But I had the thought because her brother's such a shithead. I'm like, hey, yay, more kids that I want to set on fire. <laughs> Oh, and the bully girl, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, the bully girl was definitely... Uh, she was uh, a little shithead. ...torchworthy. Oh. Yeah. I, I've known I've known more than, more than one kid like that in my life. I do like that her brother just kind of disappears, though. Like, he's an asshole, and then, like, you see him playing video games a couple more times, and then he just... Just, just nothing. Well, I think that's I think that's accurate, <laughs> because uh, given his age, he's clearly, you know, in his late teens. Well, yeah. And he's and he's just trying to, you know, he's, he's probably, you know, I mean, uh, a boy in his late teens, typically speaking, American boy in his late teens, Gonna be pretty much just a ball of self-interest, just trying to trying to cope with his own shit and and slay his own giants, if you will. Yeah, if you will, <laughs> um, and not wanting to have much to do with his thirteen-year-old sister, you know. That's true. The only other movie I saw something like that in was uh that scary movie that came out, it, uh, Hereditary. Haven't seen it yet. Still no seen spoilers. It. Not, no, Don't damn. spoil that shit for me. Uh, Look, I'm gonna watch it because okay? I kind of I kind of had a funny joke, but I'm but I'll but it's a spoiler, it's, so I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank I'll, you. I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> I mean, fuck the audience, man, but don't spoil it for me. Cover your ears. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just just insert it in in post. Insert insert the joke in post. What were we Angst. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> and I I ju- I jumped the gun to the to the end of the movie too too soon or the middle whatever. Again, when the movie started, I you know kind of figured out immediately that it was gonna flow kind of the way it did. Yeah, you know how I'm I don't think I don't think that's hard to spot yeah. once you once you actually get into it. It's like it's more than likely that the giants aren't actually real; they're all a figment of her imagination trying to deal with whatever something. the fuck is yeah, going on. Because we're still not sure. It's like, are the parents dead? They're obviously not there. So once I figure out figured out who Kovaleski was, I'm like, okay, so he's a baseball player. I'm like, did her parents die on the way home from like a Phillies Giants game? That's immediately what I thought. <laughs> and then like you know, towards the end, they do that recording, and it's like, oh, he it was the giant was, killer. Yeah. Ah. And I'm like, ah, I was half right. I'm smart. You're you're still young enough, Rowdy, that this probably doesn't apply to you. But uh, to our older fan, this movie isn't exactly hard to nail down. The plot's not overly complex. There aren't tons of twists and turns that you're never going to see coming. It's just a well-told story. Having said that, it does have some problems. It kind of suffers from Lord of the Rings syndrome, where it's got like four endings, which is a little like you know eye rolly. But aside from that, it's a it's a pretty solid movie. Yeah, it looks nice, and there's young actors that can act. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that's, and they're really good too. Yeah, that's that's a that's a de- that was a very pleasant surprise was that the, that the kids could actually act because uh, yeah you just you, you never know when it comes to the uh, to the under twenty ones. I do appreciate how open minded Sophia was. She just meets this weird kid on the beach and she's just like, "Hey man, do you want to be friends?" And she's like, <laughs> "Hey, why don't you go fuck yourself? I'm gonna go home. I like your name though. See you later." She's like, "All right." It's like, "Hey, can I can I sit with you on the bus?" It's like, "Why the fuck would you want to sit with me? Get the fuck out of here." Like, cause you're the only person I know in like America. That's then she. Then they end up sitting alone, anyways. Yeah, like, there's well, probably sad. like some. <laughs> there's probably some commentaries about abusive relationships with the mentally ill that could be well <laughs> that could be made on this movie. I'm not going to get too into that just because I don't feel I'm competent to comment <laughs> intelligently on that well, subject, but uh, But bless her heart, Sophia just there. keeps on trying and they become yeah. best friends. Yeah, they Pretty do. sure they're going to well, once they once they get to high school and get into their weird little experimental phase, they're probably going to like hook up with each other. Okay, I I, I no, nope, not going there. 
not going there. Does the Bechdel test still count if the girls are lesbians and they're talking about a girl they're both into? Oh, hmm. that's a valid question. I mean, is uh-huh. it is it is it that blindly? Is it kind of blindly gender specific, or yes. is it or is it thematically? Well, is it more about independence as a person rather than independence as a woman? It's definitely got to do with women because they're out to oppress us men. Obviously, that's that's clear. It's exactly what it is. That's why it's so hard. Why it's so hard to have any kind of an objective conversation about feminism as a guy because there are issues. You know, I mean, with <laughs> as with anything that doesn't apply just to feminism. That, I mean, that's literally any ideology. There are issues because because everybody has blind spots. It's just human nature. We're white dudes. But at the same time, like you hate you hate to you hate to dwell on that because you see the validity of the points they're making, and you definitely don't want to be on the other side of that where you're like, no, I hate this ideology because it's imperfect. <laughs> Well, just because an ideology is imperfect doesn't mean it's not good. But I just enjoy making fun of everybody for everything, so it's I know. It's okay. I do I do too. I just don't want to shit on people who are down, you know. I do. And and, and some people better. some people are legitimately very <laughs> down, and that's that's sad. Like there's a time and a place there's a time and a place for hard truth, but it's not when someone's still slogging through the shit, you know? The only abuse is a, oh fuck. Damn it. Cut. I was gonna say the only abuse I get is my ass from all the pegging. <laughs> <laughs> but improv is hard. <laughs> Fuck. I actually had I actually had a girl ask me once if I wanted her to do that to me. Like she was like she was like, look, you know, we don't have to do that, but uh, if you want to, I have the equipment. I was like, is this a trick question? Because <laughs> no, that was the thing. She was, it was like, if you want to, I have the equipment. So I was like, hmm. Okay. Did you get her out of her pants before you had this conversation? Because that could mean yes. Several. Okay. Yes, I did. There was normal sexual intercourse before hey, the pagan conversation came. Not up. normal. Every, everything can be normal. Yeah, it was pretty normal. <laughs> Oh, you mean you mean pegging? Pegging is pegging. also normal. Mm. Sex is just weird on its own. I, I'm not trying to add any <laughs> negative connotation. If you're into pegging, that's fine. Whatever you do between you and another consenting adult is fine. I don't have any belief that that's a bad thing. <laughs> At the same time, I don't know if I could say normal is the right word to describe that because normal normal i mean i I think it could become normal if more people get into it but i feel like right now it is niche enough that i don't think we could call it normal in this in the literal sense you could call it normal in the sense of there's nothing wrong with it okay all right now now we're splitting hairs but i get you but i mean words do have meanings you know and 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 i understand that that emotional connotations can apply but words do still have meanings so what you're saying is you told the letter peggy when you just didn't like it no i loved it there you go you heard it here first folks <laughs> he likes it that's where the g-spot is oh, it's not to love man it's hitting you right hit, hitting you good on the prostate there how uh, big was it not huge well then you haven't lived <laughs> i didn't really let her peg it's got to be idris elba sized and i just imagine that he has a huge cock i imagine he has a huge cock too i i picture yeah. it i picture it similar to similar to this <laughs> <laughs> so I'm holding up my black water bottle that 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 I was given by Andrew as a Christmas present to stop all the all the ice clinking that you heard in the last episode. Because <laughs> it's there. But I it's, tried. I tried my best. <laughs> this is this is about what, like ten inches long and about 
four inches wide. Oh, it so. looks exactly like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I imagine it to be very similar. See to that this. bulge in his pants. Once again, a very inappropriate topic for given given the movie that we're talking about and the age range of the main characters. Well, we were talking about Idris Elba, <laughs> not about Barbara or. Well, that that is true. Well, what's the other one's name again? Sophia. Sophia. It's my sister-in-law's name. No, <laughs> these these two girls are fucking great. Like I I I loved watching them do stuff. I they need to be. They are. They need to be in things. They are. They really are good. I would like to see them. I'd like to see them work together. I'd like to see them work separate. It doesn't really matter. They're, they're solid little actresses, and um, I think they deserve more work. And I think they'll get it. I don't think oh, that's yeah. a problem. They've, they've both done a few <clears throat> things. Not a whole lot yet. but I, I am beat them, and I hadn't seen anything else that they'd been in, but uh, I, 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 pr- I predict... We'll see more from them in the future. Oh yeah, they'll 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 get lots of work. Particularly particularly Barbara, she really knocked my socks off in this role, and uh, she was like she was like the perfect amount of weird. Oh yeah, it, it was it yeah. was real good. But then you see her just give give like an interview, and I'm like, wow, you are extra normal and boring, aren't you? The thing about the character, and I haven't seen any interviews with her. No, um, I I think she really walked the line between weird and relatable because she definitely is committed to the I believe in everything I'm saying thing. But at the same time, like she sees how the outside world sees her. She's not unaware that she looks crazy. And that was, that was some of the best like back and forth between her and Zoe Zeldana. Oh yeah. Until yeah. until she punches her in the face. Well I I thought that was great. I thought that, that was, was great too. That was crazy. <laughs> that that's when it stopped being fun. Yeah. You um. know it definitely it definitely did. That like that was a heavy moment and uh by the way, Zoe Zeldana's character should probably be fired from her job because if, if you let a student if you let a student physically assault you and come to your house and shit like that, like there ha- that has to be crossing a line that administratively anyway uh is a firing <laughs> offense i mean it has to be right? oh yeah but she didn't tell anybody about i don't mean i don't mean she should be fired in the sense of she did her job poorly she she clearly does her job well but yeah like she has to be breaking all kinds of oh yeah but all in kinds fairness barbara did come to her house on her own that's true so she that didn't, part she didn't invite her there it just kind of happened but yeah well, this little girl has some anger issues but she was kind of fun and quirky before all that shit happened so I was, I was like i was looking at all the potions and shit and i'm like well i mean if you gotta gotta make a potion you better do it with gummy bears right yeah and blood and blood <laughs> are the fucking giants real or not i am so fucking i'm 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 actually on the fence about whether the giants were real or not yeah i mean within the within the realm of this story they totally could be yeah because when when she leaves the bait the first thing you see she's not looking at it she's not there you see the hand like come yeah. up and taste the bait or whatever and it could all i mean it could very well be that within the universe of this story the giants are real but they're the kind of thing that you have to believe in in order to see in which case yeah i mean i mean it's totally possible that the giants are real and that she really is they really are responsible for all these things she's projecting on them but at the same time she's over project she's clearly making it into something more than it is and even the giants think that which which uh, you know again for the sake of our listeners in the end that's what she comes to realize is that she can't save her mother by defeating the giants even though even though she was convinced that she could and that then the giant is the one who tells her that well the titan rather yeah the titan the really big giant i gotta say i gotta say that is the one area where as much as i like this movie and i do very much i feel like the movie kind of kind of let me down a little bit is the giant design Uh i i think the giants were it's not that they were poorly designed but it was really middle of the road really kind of and there's a lot of people that complain about 
like monster designs and stuff and i'm like but yeah. fuck me dude i don't know what the hell i would do different so i can't really i know a few know. things i know a few things i would do different like for example have you seen the movie troll hunter no not yet if you haven't you absolutely should i recommend it to you i recommend it to our audience i recommend it to anybody who likes good fantasy movies go see troll hunter they did monster design right that movie does monster design right in every way and this movie again love this movie We'll watch it again, absolutely, multiple times in the future. But the monster design was a little, uh, and I don't say this as a compliment, J.J. Abrams. Okay, and that's the person that a lot of people complain about. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because his monster design, and I understand why he designs his monsters the way they do, because he's a Spielberg clone. Mm -hmm. He's trying so hard to be Steven Spielberg, and Spielberg kind of designs his monsters that way in more recent years. He's designed his monsters very much that way. Granted, he hasn't done a lot of monsters, but when he has done them... When has he done monsters? Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. (laughs) Okay, well, I still haven't seen that, so... Oh, you owe it to yourself not to. Oh, I'm gonna... I'm gonna. I love me a bad movie. I need to I need to see all these movies that suck so I know why the fuck they suck. And also being somebody who didn't really grow up with the Indiana Jones franchise, I might just no. think it's Kingdom eh. of the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull is it's dog shit on every level. But the greatest actor on earth is in it, Shia LaBeouf. That's true, but Shia LaBeouf makes mistakes like any human. No, he doesn't. He may be immortal but he's just a man. I know that makes no sense. Yeah. I, <laughs> you like, you stop me you're dead. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? It's too late for that shit. Stop it. <laughs> you you did. You stopped me dead. I was very confused just now. Sorry. I but didn't I, mean to derail you there. But I liked it. It was okay. That happens um, to be my fetish. People confusing me. Fuck. Oh, uh, also um, uh, Ready Player One. What monster did he throw in there? Oh, there were tons of monsters, dude. There were there were like orcs and, and dragons and all kinds of stuff. TJ Miller's character is a perfect example of the, uh, of the type of flawed design that I'm talking about. If you look at his character, which is a well-designed character, by the way. I mean, you know, TJ Miller notwithstanding. The character... <laughs> Uh, which is a CGI character. He just voices it. Oh, okay, okay. The character is overall a really well-designed character, but it's the facial design that I really don't like. And it's the facial design. I know this is going to sound really non-PC to say this, but I'm saying it anyway. (laughs) Uh It's kind of like CGI Down Syndrome. It, they all have a similar look, and it's not okay. it's not an attractive one. Nothing against people with Down syndrome; they they can be beautiful people. Nothing against them, but and and I, you know, I I'm speaking like from the heart. I <laughs> I, I have relatives with some Down syndrome. They they can be very beautiful people, but yeah, there is a look that is universal to uh, Down syndrome, and this is sort of like the CGI equivalent of it. And they do that they do that same thing in uh, in this. You know who you know who doesn't do it as much as I hate his work in retrospect. Peter Jackson. I really, I really have come to hate the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings movies over time. I, I, I was absolutely in love with them when they first came out, and Unpopular then opinions. by the time Return of the King came out, a friend of mine had gone so apeshit for the series that I hated the movies, and I didn't even want to watch Return of the King. I did anyway, and it did not fail to disappoint me because of the twenty-seven endings it has. But yeah, I can't even watch it now. I have not watched it since. I watched it once in the theater. Have not watched it since. But yeah, despite my dislike for the way those movies design sort of permeated the culture, the monster designs in those movies are really good. I have not seen the fucking Lord of the Rings movies since they were on stars when they first hit TV, all three of them. <laughs> uh, like like the uh, um, 
the tree people fuck i know i just lost nerd cred uh, that's all i know the ants oh the ants great design there the balrog great design shelob great design the even the orcs even the orcs as as corny as they have become in modern society great design yeah, and that I've, I've seen the first two hobbit movies but i still haven't fucking gone and watched the third one yeah i, I have not i will never I'll get there. I read the book. Speaking of not liking fantasy, that's one of those books that I read that I'm like, okay, there's a lot of weird shit going on in here, and there's a lot of made up words. <laughs> I love the original. I I, I love the original Hobbit. It it was magical and wonderful, and I love the Lord of the Rings. But I can't read them now. I can't go anywhere near that property. It just my friend ruined it for me. And well, fuck that guy. As much as I love him, I hate him. Nah, fuck for him. it. I hate him for it. Fuck him hard. Peg him. Get a find a girl. Peg him. <laughs> it's not weird. I don't need a strap on for that. Well. That's true. You just need your Idris Elba dick over there that you're sucking on right mm-hmm. now. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm just wondering how many people in the school think little Barbara is like a Satanist or something because she's constantly walking around like mumbling to herself and having all these, and she has like all these little arcane symbols all over her. She, yeah. She's got a big rune on or like the back a, of her jacket. A witch rather like a. Well, I mean, let, yeah. let's face, let's face it for, for middle America, for 90% of middle America, those are the same thing. Well, that's true. Well, I gra- granted she's in New Jersey, so, <laughs> so for whatever that means everybody's too damaged by all the toxic waste there they don't even know what's going on that's probably what happened to her mom i guess it depends on how close to tromaville they live i think we're all a little close to tromaville don't you i don't know what that means i don't know what i'm doing that's the the more you know oh i forgot you know what i forgot to do though there's another nsync song about about the new year and i forgot to cue it up fuck you and nsync Fuck, man. You know what? I have to go to work tomorrow. It's really fucking dumb. I don't because I'm unemployed. Do you hear that, everybody? Time to start forking it over. God yeah. damn it. Yeah, go to patreon.com slash Sharks Cross Hollywood. Sharks Cross Hollywood. Not the shark pod because that would just confuse me. That's right. <sighs> so I, I I took a few notes. I didn't take a whole lot of notes on this fucking on this movie because I was too busy watching it and being sort of sad. I was, I was pretty wrapped up in it. Yeah, but I did I did make a joke to myself. I'm like, why does this girl have so much glitter? Is she a stripper? <laughs> <laughs> And then I came to the realization, you know what? Her mom's probably a stripper because she wasn't around at that point. Oh, and you didn't quite know what was going on. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah. Kind of surprised her sister didn't end up being a stripper. I mean, like, you know, she's her back's up against the wall. She's smoking hot. She's got kids to take care of. Like, that is a classic setup for a, for a stripper story, if I ever heard one. Did Barbara blow up? two train cars because if the giants aren't real then she totally blew up trains well keep in mind keep in mind that was a defunct railroad station those were those trains had clearly been sitting there for a long time still vandalism and arson oh no it's definitely vandalism (laughs) and arson and she is definitely guilty but you know nobody there were no cameras out there yeah sophia saw yeah but sophia's her sophia's her homegirl she's not gonna turn her in oh wait Oh, she kind of does, though. <laughs> oh, that Spoiler bitch. alert, Sophia totally betrays Barbara. And then the giant fucking eats her head off. God damn it, that would have been better. Yeah, that would have been that would have been pretty good, and because then it would have been a revenge story, you know. Because like, even though she betrayed her, she still it, she was still her friend, and so now she's got two reasons to kill the giant. And or she's just sweet. really vindictive, and then she high fives the giant and be like, "Yeah, fuck that bitch." <laughs> also, fuck my mom. Go eat her. She's fine. <laughs> And while you're at it, my brother sucks. Go after him too. <laughs> oh, and then there's that skinny bitchy bully at school. Fuck her. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I gotta say, it shows a lot of maturity on Barbara's part that she didn't kill. <laughs> 
the girl from school. Because, I mean, let's face it. If anybody had the potential to go school shooter, it was definitely Barbara. <laughs> like, I like I love I love the girl, but you, you know she had that. She was she was like she was like two bad weekends away from from just shooting that school up. Oh, yeah. One more person talks about her mom when she can't even hear. Like she somehow for some reason, she goes deaf every time someone mentions the word mom. Well, she's clearly got psychological issues. It's not her. She didn't choose them. I was being very sarcastic about for some reason, quote unquote. And oh, then, oh. But every time somebody brings up her mom, she punches him in the face or flips over a table. That yeah. Like oh, hey, times. you know, let's just talk <laughs> about that scene because they were letting her play with the miniatures in the back of a board game store. Those miniatures are like 30 to between 30 and 150 dollars oh shit i forgot and about she that flipped part, yeah. that table she fucking decimated five thousand dollars <laughs> worth of miniatures easy all i could think is that was going on was oh she's never gonna fucking be let back in that store nah she's fine she's blowing the guy who owns it dude grody <laughs> she's 13 fuck Okay, fine. Her sister's blowing the guy who owns it. That's probably true, yeah. Maybe that's what happened to her mom. He's got some flesh-eating virus on his wiener. We never actually find out what happened to her. By That's the way. true. We never find out what happened to her. It could be it could be flesh eating wiener <laughs> virus. This is getting gross. Although if that's the case, it it it, it it's. It, was probably a bad choice for her to cuddle up to her at the end there. She wants flesh-eating wiener virus, too. She's sick of life. Tough to argue there. But uh, maybe, maybe she's not. Maybe maybe it was a calculated choice. Maybe it was, she's getting the virus and she's going to give it to all the giants. Or maybe she's going to just give it to those girls in school. Oh, dude, fuck those girls. They beat her up, too. I mean, the next, you know, next time she spits on them, maybe she's spitting flesh-eating virus. <laughs> you ever seen Bridge to Terabithia? Oh, fuck. It was a long time ago. Because I never have. And I don't want to, because it's way sadder than this, like, a lot sooner. Speaking of which, another solid young teenage actress, Anna-Sophia Robb. Oh, yeah. Came out of uh, Bridge to Terabithia and, well, and the Willy Wonka remake. We can forget about that, though. Yeah, I think M- that's safe. Pretty much everything that Tim Burton has done in the past ten years, <laughs> I can kind of shrug off and pretend like doesn't exist. Yeah, unfortunately, I have to agree with you. Pretty much his last good movie was Sweeney Todd. Which I didn't like that either, because of musicals and eh. Well, you know, I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not a big musicals guy either, but but I just, I love horror. And, and I actually, I can... The fact that they really committed to it, I love. I can, I can argue something else. Frank and Weenie is fucking great. Burton didn't direct that, though. He did. He directed that one. Oh, I thought that yeah. was just based on his property. No, no, but everybody thinks he directed uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. I Nightmare do that Before every time. Christmas. Nightmare yeah, Before Christmas and The Corpse Bride, but yeah. Henry Selleck directed yeah, both he of just, those. He just produced those. But nobody believes me. Nobody, everybody, no, he directed that shit. And I'm like, no. No. He fucking didn't. It's called Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas because he, it was probably his idea. You know, like it might have. Yeah. It was it, it was probably like he was like, oh, I want to. But he's like, you know what? I did 15 I minutes of this. goth shit. Yeah. Goth characters and it's Christmas. And I did 15 minutes of this when I worked at Disney. It was too much. You you do it. Which Victor is pretty cool. I don't know if you've seen that. Victor? It's his short film that he did. I like, thought his short film was Frankenweenie. No, like the original. He did a short. Oh, he did do that, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But it was uh, there was one called Victor that I think he made while he was working at Disney or right before he got a job at Disney before he became like a real filmmaker. And they gave him they let him. He's back to working for Disney again. What the fuck? happened? (laughs) Didn't (laughs) he learn his lesson? Paychecks, man. And they'll let him make all of his shitty movies. Yeah, but he's not making interesting movies anymore. Like he was he was he he, he made some really interesting movies. And then, yeah, just kind of I don't know. I really loved the Alice in Wonder land but i realized 
afterward that it was kind of a Stockholm syndrome situation <laughs> where like I wanted to love it so it's bad Tim that when Burton, it started to love that it. when it started abusing me I was like you just don't understand it like I do it's really it's really good you it's just underappreciated and and you don't like it because it was commercially successful and that's your prejudice not it doesn't have anything to do <laughs> with, with it with sucking. this movie and then I rewatched it and I was like oh oh no it's just a piece of shit okay no, that happens to me all the time. I need to watch movies at least twice generally to really figure them out. I went to see Suicide Squad and I'm like, ah, why is everybody bitching about this? It's not that bad. I watch it again. Yeah, and that like, one gets that like, one gets way oh. worse the second time through. <laughs> way worse. Like, all right. I nope, I get it this time. It's uh, not great the first time through, but it's tolerable. But boy, that second viewing is hard. It was it was pretty rough. There have been a couple of movies like that, and it's just ugh. I hope this one doesn't do that. Because I actually like this. I don't I'm not gonna casually I, watch this really, but I don't I don't know. I don't see it doing that. The cinematography is really strong, the acting is strong. There's a little bit of trouble with the writing. There are a few corny scenes, I will admit. They're not a ton of them, but there are three or four. But uh I don't see it going that way because i i'm I'm never more acutely aware of a movie's shortcomings than when i watch it with my kids why is it because they point everything out like little no it's because i'm (laughs) it's because i know they're going to they're going to complain about it i mean they complain about me simply suggesting we watch something so i know they're going to complain about it if it has (laughs) anything they don't like in it so the whole time i'm watching it i'm like okay they're probably not liking this And, and and even during this movie i i was like Oh, yeah, the pacing on this is probably way too slow for them, which I don't think the pacing is bad. I just think it's slower than, like, the trailer makes it look. Yeah, it's not a... it. Yeah. The trailer makes it look like it's an action movie, and it's not. It's gonna. It's definitely going to skew a little older. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and sure enough, as soon as it was over, my, my 19-year-old son was just like, well, that was a fucking slog. <laughs> <laughs> to his credit, though, he, he stayed... He stayed mute on the thing throughout the entire movie, and it wasn't until the credits rolled <laughs> that he started to bitch about it. So, like, you know, I, I will give him props for that. And really, I was I was sucked in the whole time. Like, it didn't really feel that long. Me too. I, 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 I couldn't have disagreed with him more. I was completely engaged start to finish. Just, just everything. I mean, I felt like the setup was great when it introduces us to the character. We got to see her going about her business, and I, I really felt like we were getting to know her. And then when she finally speaks, she has personality. She's she's interesting, yet relatable. You know, a lot of time an interesting character can be just completely unrelatable. There was definitely room for it in this. I mean, first off, you're dealing with a teenage girl, and I'm a 40-year-old guy, you know, so, like, talk about unrelatable. <laughs> but, you know, then she's also mentally disturbed and possibly actually battling invisible giants that no one else can see so you know i mean i mean there's so much room for her to be unrelatable and she managed to be relatable that's that i think is a real i hate to use the word triumph because every fucking hacky review uses the word triumph but it is (laughs) i mean it's it's genuinely to her and the filmmakers credits that she came off as so relatable i I hope the director gets more work he's not done a whole lot either what else has he done it's actually pretty fucking good his name is anders walter and he has that sounds scandinavian see well nothing i have heard of he did a short with words that i can't pronounce because you're right scandinavian (laughs) another short another short another short it looks like one of the shorts called helium is getting turned into a feature you young boy alfred is dying but through the stories about helium a magical fantasy world today uh, told by the hospital's eccentric janitor enzo alfred regains the 
the joy and happiness of his life and finds a safe haven away from daily life. Jesus Christ, this guy likes depressing shit without people dying. <laughs> but yeah. Sounds right kind of cool, actually. It sounds like something I could get into. Right now, I Kill Giants is his only feature. But then the dude who fucking wrote the movie, holy shit. Is he the one who wrote the graphic novel? No. Because the graphic novel, and, and granted, I haven't read the graphic novel in its entirety, but I flipped through the first few pages, and it is paced very differently. His name is Joe Kelly, and he <laughs> he's directed, again, a couple shorts, but he fucking, he's the writer on a bunch of video games and TV shows. He did X-Men Legends and an episode of a Fantastic Four show from 2006. What? Some, <laughs> some Ben 10, some Ninja Turtles. What a strange, strange background for, More, for this movie. Yeah. More Ben 10. Gore Meaty, The Lords of Nature Return, which is, they look like mutant frogs or something. More Ben 10. He wrote the TV movie, I think. Or he was the creator on the TV movie. Yeah, shit, Did he man. create Ben 10? Oh, apparently, yeah. It looks like co-creator. He came up with a story for Superman versus the Elite. Yeah, he did mostly animation. Yeah, I mean, that, That's you know, this th- this movie would have been really good if it had been animated too, I think. I think it would have made a great animated movie. You know, like an adult. Uh, Miyazaki could have made this movie really Yeah, well. and I'm actually, I, I want to look at the graphic novel at some point. That would be kind of fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, just, ba- just based Based on the merits of the story itself, I think it's worth checking out. As I said, I've flipped through the first few pages. The pacing is very different. Like, it actually does kind of jump into the giant thing right away. Am I going to get fucking depressed when I read it, though? I mean, it's the same. Probably. It's based on the same. <laughs> it's the story that this movie was based on. So odds are, yeah. But hopefully, hope you know, hopefully, being that it is a comic book, my hopes are high that it actually jumps into the giant action a lot more extensively because it's not on a budget like the movie was. Right. This movie right. was clearly made on a on a tight budget, but it, it was well made on a tight budget. There's a 13-year-old girl who kills a giant in I Kill Giants. Oh, hey, look. Circle around. Brought it right back in a totally non-artificial way. And I'm out of notes. You're out of notes? Yeah, man. But I really fucking liked this movie, and again, I was super surprised by it. I know it's like... We had to bring in a lot of penis jokes because it's a bit of a downer, but <laughs> I, I, I like this movie so much that today at the uh, Christmas party, I said to my girlfriend, I, who, who my girlfriend has a daughter who's a um, little younger than Barbara is. And I said to her, I said, hey, I, I saw this movie last night and uh, I really think that I really think that your daughter would like it. And I think you would like it, too. And I, I was thinking, you know, maybe we could all watch it together. So I'm hoping, you know, I'm, we're kind of getting more comfortable with each other. The fact that she took me to her uh, to her family Christmas is was a pretty big step for her. Yeah, like I'd, I, I'd like say I you're said, in she, at this point. Like I said, she like she she was looking at me like almost scared as we were on our way. Like, I don't know what I'm doing bringing you to this. You Guess know? what? You can fuck up as much as you want. Whatever. You can <laughs> you can do anything you want now. You're in. No, but I, I, I really want, I really want to, I want to make the effort. I want to make, I, I want to make this thing work. You know, I really like this girl. Effort. And, um, part of making it work is I want to, I want to make it work with her daughter. Mm-hmm. I want to, I want to, I want to at least be on friendly terms. You know, I want her daughter to be like, oh, this guy is a positive figure, mm-hmm. not a, not a downer for me to have in my life. So I'm hoping that, you know. Like maybe we can do this and, you know, like have just like a, I hesitate to say family movie night, but family movie night for the lack of a better term. And she watches it and she's like, oh, he likes cool movies. And so like, you know, that's my hope. 
Anyway, that's my hope. But I, I say that because with this movie, I feel that I could go into it confidently and say, yes, this is a good movie that we can watch together and is gonna. it's a positive movie and it's a fun movie, even though uh, it's it's slow. I'm not saying it's not slow, but I think ultimately it's it's sort of, sort of you know, I mean, sort of in that creed way, it leaves you feeling better about life than it leaves you feeling better about things. It leaves you feeling like there's hope for the world and, and not that the world is just some fucking nightmare that's gonna shit on you and leave you to die which it is it is i'm not saying it's but not i'm just saying it, you can distract yourself it, with good movies you can fool, you can fool yourself into thinking <laughs> that life is better than it is you can pretend with a movie like this so that's that that's where i that's where i'm at that's that's my thoughts on the movie i agree fucking good and when the girls get old enough to give a shit this is one of those that all that i'd throw at them and be like hey man look a strong girl yeah she has some issues she well, handles them. And that, I, I think you know. that's what's cool about it is because we all have issues. You know, everyone has issues and she's got her issues and she works through them. And it's it's never mentioned in the movie anywhere like, hey, they're girls and oh my God, they're doing stuff. Yeah, no one, said, no one says shit about it. It's, it's, it's a given. Yeah. Which is, I think, really what societally we need to be working towards. And it passes the Bechdel test. What? So take that for what it's worth. And does, not just barely, fucking flying colors. Does it count? Okay. The rules aren't very clear. Does it count since Zoe Zeldana and Sophia, what's her butt? No, the uh, Barbara. Uh, Barbara, yeah, they're talking. They mention her husband because he's right there. It doesn't. Does, it they don't. It in order to pass the <laughs> test, they don't have to never mention a man. My understanding of the test was is that there has to be some point in the movie where they have a two minute conversation that doesn't involve men, and this movie's full of those. I mean, movie this, almost has nothing but yeah, those. it almost yeah. has nothing but that. I mean, she doesn't even have a dad, as far as we know. No, nope. fuck. I'm I'm protesting this movie. Lack of wieners. <laughs> I got you know you know speaking speaking of which, I got really pissed off about <laughs> Mad Max Fury Road because um, because of you just, don't get to see Tom Hardy's wiener. No, I mean if you want to see Tom Hardy's wiener, watch Bronson. Speaking of which, I just watched <laughs> Bronson the other day with my son, and he fucking loved it. It's it's an awesome movie. No, because all the guys who were getting all all these oh, all these dudes who were getting pissed off that oh this is just a this is just a this is just feminist propaganda disguising itself as a Mad Max movie. What does no, that mean? It's a great fucking story disguising itself as a Mad Max movie. And I'll say this, I'll say this: they could have very easily removed Mad Max from the equation and made a movie that's just as good. But I understand that essentially you had to sell the you had to sell producers on a property and what they ended up doing was covertly making this fucking amazing movie about this <laughs> about this character who was badass as hell and made Mad Max look like look like the inferior in the situation and he just happened to be there yeah i mean he he basically survives where she rules ass <laughs> and it was a fucking awesome movie and if your ideology gets in the way of you appreciating what an awesome movie that is i feel bad for well, you honestly. you have three other mad max movies where mad Max is the fucking focus of the whole thing. So yeah. go watch those. Not that not, you know, not that I wouldn't have maybe liked to see Max get more to do in this movie, but ultimately it's still a great goddamn movie. He gets a little bit of his own shit in though. A little, a he's, little. He's not totally useless. No, because it's, it's still a fucking, still called Mad Max. So, you know. It's a bit of a misnomer. I will yeah. agree. It's a bit of a <laughs> it misnomer. It should have been Furiosa. Yeah, it should have been. <laughs> and honestly, I hope she gets her... I, like since this is the universe of sequels and remakes, I hope she gets her own sequel. That would be awesome because I'm down. Charlize yeah. Theron is the shit. I could watch Charlize Theron do anything, and in that movie in particular, she was fucking amazing. And what's his name? George Miller is that the yeah director? Like so much so so good when he's not directing shitty CGI penguins. Yeah, he he made some. He, I mean, the Mad Max movies are really magical, man. 
Every single one of them. Say what you will about Thunderdome. I love it till the day I die. Still haven't seen it. I'm going to watch it, though, and I'll probably love it. I have it on Blu-ray. I can loan it to you. Yes. Tell you one thing, though. Furiosa could totally kill giants. Oh, and with her eyes closed. No but problem. We've circled around enough, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this movie's pretty fucking great. Final word. Go out and go out yeah. and see it if you haven't. It's on Hulu right now. It's probably on something else, too, if you have it. I don't know. Do your due diligence and find it out there because it's worth seeing. Everybody and everybody that worked on this movie needs to do more. I agree. Absolutely. I'd like to see more from all of them. Yes. Especially the, the, those two girls are fucking great. And yes. I just I just like to see good fucking actors. Mm-hmm. We we will need more of those later. I agree. I agree. It's always it's always inspiring to see to see young actors who actually can act, who aren't just faces. It's fucking crazy, right? There's, un- there's an unfortunate amount of just yeah. faces out They're there. both very pretty and they will have no trouble, but they're no, also really not, good. Yeah, that's not the that's not the issue. <laughs> no. the, but the issue the really important thing is that they is that they can actually turn in a performance that's believable and nuanced. What a fucking concept. Unlike Michael B. Jordan. Oh come on. <laughs> If you got to sneak Rocky in, I got to I, I I got to sneak in a jab at Michael B. Jordan because you know honestly he can take it. He's fucking rich and good looking and awesome and all that stuff. He can take my occasional criticism. He'd make you take it. I mean, don't you get me wrong. I, mean. I I realize that because he's a huge fan of this podcast, it lands a little stronger on him when yeah, I say I know, it. Yeah, I know. But you know, I I feel like he can handle it. He emailed me the other day. He emails you every and other said, day. And said, if that motherfucker doesn't stop talking shit, I might just cry a little bit. You tell him. I don't. You tell him. Hey, man. Hey, take some fucking acting classes, and he will. And I told him that, and then he's like, fine, fine. And he walked away and Good. cried. I hope I gave him a, a New Year's resolution. <laughs> he walked away through email and cried. He really, he did the, he did the thunk, 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 thunk. That, 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 that's what, that's the sound of the, the, the walking away steps. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> All right, everybody. I think we've done enough weird shit for this, this serious movie. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people go if they want to hear more about us and find out more? They can find us on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Instagram. There it is, at the Shark Pod. And if they want to give us money, you guys can totally go to patreon.com slash sharks across Hollywood. So we'll be back next week with some fucking robot jocks. We're going to we're gonna get a little silly, I think. Oh, yes. I'm pretty excited. Motherfucking robot jocks. But until next week, everybody, stay jossom. Awesome.